At Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Those are free downloads for your smartphone or tablet. Make sure, again, you're downloading those great sites. Uh, look, it's, uh, there's a lot of stuff on those sites for you to be able to enjoy. But you can take the show with you anywhere. Also, you can check out the podcast there because our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base, one of your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, on the World Wide Web at NashFM106.1.com and also EricAsher.com. And by now, you should know our social media platforms, right? At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, if you want to reach out, you can reach out via the social media platforms. Or again, Eric at Eric Asher. Uh, dot com is the email address. Go, go to ericasher.com. Just click on contact. It'll take you right to us. Today on the program, we're going to be joined by Larry Holder of The Athletic. That's going to happen at 435 this afternoon and uh, normally on a Monday. He'll join us today. Uh, Jordy Collada. I'm trying to find a place for Jordy. Um, when the football season starts, I'm going to try to have either, him either on a Monday or a Tuesday. We had, we had been having him on a Thursday kind of leading into the weekend because, you know, the week that we kind of look back on the week that was. But um, Jordy and I are going to try to figure this out. I'm probably try to get him on a Monday or Tuesday as, as the football season starts. So, again, he could give us his um, his opinion on what's happening with LSU, the Saints, etc. Uh, so we'll figure that out. But he'll be with us today. He's live up at um, SEC Media Days uh, in Atlanta. So he's been there. He'll be there all week uh, for, uh, again, his show in WAFB. Uh, remember, again, he's his uh, – Show can be seen on um, our excerpts of it on WAFB Plus and also on their website. Um, just so proud of what he's been able to uh, build on his digital platforms, and he's going to be a, a regular contributor to our program, uh, you know, for, for the for the foreseeable future. Uh, he will be with us today at 5:35. Uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, it'll be Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Um, he'll do double duty because he'll be with us on Wednesday at uh, at 4:35 in his normal slot. So, again, Thursday at 1 o'clock, live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Also, a rebroad, also again, we're live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Then the rebroadcast starting. You know, I'm so fortunate. Not only have, again, a, a large audience on YouTube that are watching this show that are outside of the, uh, the WLAE-TV viewing area, again, or the, or the, in the Pelican viewing area, because Pelican's got most of the South Louisiana covered, from Alexandria to Lafayette to Baton Rouge uh, to New Orleans. Um, so, again, a lot of folks watching it on YouTube. But you can check it out on WLE-TV, 8 p.m. on Thursday night, 10 p.m. on the Deuce. That's WLE-TV 2. There is a WLE-TV 3, but we'd be here all day giving you those times. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, and always on the WLE-TV YouTube page, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports joins us on the program this week. Looking forward to getting Sean back on the show. Uh, and uh, our plan is, uh, by football season, to go back to a reporter's roundtable. And I know a lot of folks really enjoy the reporter's roundtable. We had to, uh, to cut that out uh, during the pandemic. Uh, and uh, we're finally getting to the point now where uh, there's a comfort level uh, and uh, with, again, guests and, and also, again, the, uh, the powers that be over at WLEE to be able to go ahead and start our, our restart with the, the program was all about, uh, which was, again, a reporter's roundtable. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to probably be right around the when, when the football season starts, if we don't have any hiccups between now and then. So let's jump into it. Um, i got to tell you, doing some reading today, 
Um, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of blown away by this story. I, I got to say, um, it's the Deshaun Watson situation. And you know the NFLPA is really intimately involved in, in again, what's going to happen in terms of his punishment. And look, it's their job, okay? That's what, that's what they're, they're there for. They're there to protect the players, to fight for the players, et cetera. I get it. Um, but it's been said all along that Deshaun Watson is going to get a full season suspension. Uh, it seems as though that's not going to happen now. Uh, Judge Sue Robinson, who's the arbitrator, uh, has said that, again, that, that, that the people are speculating that she's only going to give him somewhere between a two to an eight-game suspension. Now, that's pretty crazy. I mean, that's pretty out there. Um, you're talking about the proverbial slap on the wrist. Uh, now, I'm sure the NFL is going to try to go over the top on fines, but again, remember, the NFLPA can contest that as well. Uh, they set that contract up so that um, basically he's got a $1 million base salary, and the rest of it was paid as a signing bonus, which the NFL cannot touch. Uh, the majority of his money, is, again, that will come in salary will come over the next few years as he signed that record-breaking deal. Uh but you're talking about a guy that went through 66 massage therapists in, in the city of Houston. Uh, 24 women filed a civil suit. Uh, yes, yeah. there were two grand juries that did not indict. But again, I go back to why did they not indict? They didn't have any physical evidence. There was no physical evidence there. You know, there, there, there was no, no blouse, okay, uh, with, with semen on it. There, were, there was no towels. There were, you know, nothing to be able to prove that what the women were saying was true, except the fact that there were 66 women that, that again, that, that he utilized in the, in the city of Houston over, a, what, a year and a half, two-year period. And, and then, of course, 24 women filed suit, saying that they were either sexually harassed uh, or, again, that there, there was unwanted, unwanted sexual um, advances. All but two have settled. The, the, again, the, the pattern of sexual predatory behavior is, is what's at stake here. As, as again, that's what's on, quote-unquote, I mean, you can't say trial, but that's what the NFL should be looking at right now. I mean, what he did was calculated. You know, you had to think this out. You had to plan this out. This is not something that you went, oh, wait a minute. I think I'm, oh, man, look, I'm feeling a little horny today. I think I'm going to call some massage therapists. Uh, he was at the Houstonian. He got a membership. The Houston Texans got him that membership. The Houston Texans, again, gave him non-disclosure agreements to give to these women to be able to sign so they couldn't come out and, again, and speak about what happened behind closed doors. The Texans, by the way, just, just, uh, um, just settled their lawsuit with, again, the 24 women for their culpability involved, involved in this. So, again, I mean, this was something that was planned and calculated. So what about Alvin Kamara? I mean, look, what happened with Alvin Kamara was not planned or calculated. Okay, you had some drunk that was again that was that was uh, that was that was uh, aggressively aggravating, uh, you know, the, his group, supposedly again making disparaging remarks about his girlfriend, and and then again tried to step into the elevator. From what we understand, because we've not seen the film, right? Right? We've nobody seen the tape except again uh, the the NFL, the New Orleans Saints. You know, they saw it. Uh, obviously, the powers that be in law enforcement uh, within Las Vegas. And, and I'm sure, again, the court system and, and those that are involved there have, saw, have seen the tape. We were not seeing the tape, which is amazing. But yet everything that's been described to us was, again, yes, Kamara hit the guy uh, uh, multiple times. Uh, uh, there was a kicking that was involved. Also, again, uh, Kamara supposedly hit him when he was already, again, unconscious. 
I get it. It's not a good look. Alvin Kamara's never been in trouble before. He's been a model citizen. Uh, was it a bad night? Did it catch him in a bad time? I'm not sure if Alvin drinks or not. Did he have a few drinks in him? You know, was he high? I mean, I don't know. Who knows? All I know is, again, at this point, there was an argument. There was a fight that ensued. Uh, and then, and then there, of course, there was, it was kind of a gang-type fight because, again, a bunch of, bunch of his entourage jumps in, including, again, a, another player from the Kansas City Chiefs. But if you're going to give Deshaun Watson a two-to-eight game suspension for sexual predatory acts, for something that had to be planned and calculated, what are you doing with Alvin Kamara for something that happened to spur of the moment that was an altercation? Now, I get it. It was in Las Vegas. It was during the, during the, uh, the, the Pro Bowl weekend, which is an NFL-sanctioned event. But we've been here in six to eight games for, for again, months now. Kamara's going to be out half the season. Oh, my God. Look, and look, I'm the one that's more, more than anybody. I, I'm the chicken little, right? I'm the one looking up at the skies, saying, again, you know, the sky's falling, right? I'm the one that's been screaming about running backs, again, since, uh, since free agency. And, and rightly so, when you've got a, a room full of undrafted free agents. And no disrespect to Mark Ingram, who I love. But Mark Ingram, again, is, is I'm going to say he's over the hill, but he's, he's older. Hopefully he can muster up, again, the opportunity to have an a, a injury-free season and be sure as the flashes of Mark Ingram in the past. Look, no matter what, I said it when they signed him, having him in the locker room is a plus. But can you count on him if Kamara goes down? Not just if Kamara goes out, out for suspension, but if Kamara goes down. So, yeah, I've been, I've been leading the charge on that. Everybody's been saying, hey, slow down, slow down. There's no slowing down there. Just sign a damn running back. You didn't do it. Got money. Got $9 million in salary cap room. Haven't signed a running back. Maybe it turns out, again, that your patience turns out to be a good thing for the New Orleans Saints. They sign somebody that works. They get it for a low price. And all this, all this um, aggravation and consternation was for nothing. But, you know, again, it's talk radio. It's what we do. But I'm going to tell you right now. If Watson gets eight games for being a sexual predator, how can, how can Kamara, no matter how badly the victim was injured in Las Vegas, uh, and then all, Las Vegas altercation during Pro Bowl weekend, get six to eight games? That's ludicrous. Are you kidding me? You're talking about something that was planned and calculated in terms of, again, uh, what, what, he, what Watson was doing with these women as opposed to something that happened to spur of the moment. And we've all been in that type of situation before. Am I condoning what Kamara did? Absolutely not. But if you're giving, again, the sexual predator two to, two to six games, two to eight games, Kamara gets a slap on the wrist. Anything, again, if Watson gets eight, eight games, anything more than two games for Kamara is overkill. Let's be honest. I don't think because Alvin Kamara is a Saints running back. By the way, last night on, on, on Twitter, Alvin Kamara tweets out, overwit. O-V-E-R-W-I-T. Now, does that mean that the case has been settled? I've always said since the beginning that I felt like, again, that there would be no criminal charges against Alvin Kamara. It would be a misdemeanor. He would have to, again, serve community service, whether it's going to be in Las Vegas or in New Orleans, whatever it's going to be. And that he's going to have to pay a hefty, he's going to have to pay a fine. And he's going to have to, again, end up paying the individual who's involved in the altercation. Now, was that, was that, was that what the tweet was about? Who knows? But I will say this, again, if the sexual predator, Deshaun Watson, who was almost the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, which, again, is still mind-blowing, the fact that they pursued him so hard, and it took, again, a mega deal for, for, again, him to end up in Cleveland, thank the Lord for small favors, no matter how good he is, ladies and gentlemen, 
no matter how good he is. You cannot go from the choir boy. You cannot go from, from Captain America to a sexual predator as the face of your franchise. Sorry, can't do it. And for those of you that are chiming in, well, Jameis Winston, well, Jameis Winston grew up. Deshaun Watson doesn't think he's done anything wrong. He's never apologized. He feels like, again, that is standard operating procedure when you get a masseuse. You've got to get the happy ending. Maybe you should have talked to Robert Kraft, found out a good place to go. Maybe Daniel Schneider. Maybe, again, he works better with the Washington uh, Commanders now than maybe the Cleveland Browns. But he was almost a New Orleans Saint. And imagine the fallout that's continuing from that. It's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. But for the NFL to now want a year suspension and the arbitrator to say maybe somewhere between two and eight games, that tells me, again, anything more than two games for Alvin Kamara. This guy gets two games? Alvin Kamara gets a fine, okay? I mean, come on. Seriously. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous at this point. Actually, the ridiculous thing is that, that, that Watson may get a slap on the wrist here. But that's typical NFL. That's typical NFL. He's a quote-unquote star even though, again, he's a tainted star now. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't think they care about their women fan, their female fans. I think they'll take them or leave them. Yeah, it's nice to have female fans. But you know what? They feel like, that, again, they'll be able to deal with, again, the protest and, you know, the social media onslaught. And it'll go away because that's what we are. We're a microwave society. Again, here today, gone tomorrow. And that's what the Saints were banking on. I'll tell you that right now. Saints were banking on they could get through the fallout, and once this fallout uh, passed, that, again, they were going to have him for four more years, and everybody was going to forget about what happened, again, his sexual predatory actions and his behavior. But the problem that I got is, has he learned anything? Doesn't seem like it. He hasn't apologized for it. I understand he's in the middle of a civil suit. He's, he's, again, he's got two women that are holding out right now. And I said it from day one. Let those women... Again, take this thing to court. And let them, let, let them, let them all, all of that, all that baggage come out, all the evidence come out. See where you are if you're the Cleveland Browns, and you could have been the New Orleans Saints. So we'll see how that plays out with Alvin Kamara if ultimately there's a slap on the wrist for Deshaun Watson, two to eight games instead of the year suspension everybody thought he was going to get. If Kamara gets more, than, more than, than two games, man, I'll tell you what. Well, you know what? <laughs> we know, okay? As long as Goodell is the commissioner, even though, again, Peyton is gone, all right, Loomis is still there, uh, the Saints are not going to catch a break with the NFL, okay? That started, again, with, with Viking Gate. Uh, that's why, again, Bounty Gate was conjured up. Okay, we can get to all of it, okay? It, it comes down to, again, and it really started really at the Super Bowl when, uh, when, when uh, Peyton really kind of thumbed his nose at the NFL, wanted him to be, be available for certain uh, mandatory things, and Peyton decided he wasn't doing it. You know, Peyton was going to be the outlaw. Ended up hurting the Saints. Really did. Hurt them until today. Can't tell me again all these, these bad calls, no calls, look the other way calls. They could have had the Saints in another Super Bowl. Uh, it's not, 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 not part and parcel the way, again, they feel about uh, the Saints uh, NFL headquarters. Because I can guarantee that, again, that Goodell went to Tom Benson and said, I want him fired. And Tom Benson said, are you crazy? You want a Super Bowl for me. <laughs> you, you know the history of this? Do you know the history of this organization? I'm not firing that guy. And, of course, the rest is history. When you look at it again from that Super Bowl to now, let's face it, should be two or th- there should be at least two more. I'm the first in the market to say it, and everybody wants to chime in. It's, it's easy to chime in now. He's gone. 
underachieved. This team underachieved. They had more talent, again, than win one Super Bowl. Now, you could say there were some circumstances that, again, were out of the ordinary, but some of it was, again, just plain bad defense. And that's on the coach. On the running back front, the Saints are said to be trying out, again, Offensive Player of the Year, Darius Victor of the New Jersey Generals. He rushed for 577 yards. He led the USFL in touchdowns. He had nine. Suppose he'd catch the ball. I see, I saw a little bit of it. Again, like I said, I watched the breakers. Didn't watch. Wasn't sitting there going, ooh, USFL's coming on this week. I got to check it all out. No, I did. Now, if Kamara is suspended, it is what it is. But no matter what, the Saints needed another running back. Unless Smith, the kid out of Baylor, could come in and prove that he's the next Pierre Thomas, then you will shut me up for the whole season. You'll shut me up for the whole season. Hey, the Pelicans have signed Daquan Plowden to an Exhibit 10 contract. Uh, now, again, that's a contract which can be converted to a two-way contract as long as it takes place before the season begins. It is a one-year non-guaranteed minimal deal, but, again, it gives them first dibs on, uh, on Plowden, uh, the Bowling Green product, who played really well in the summer league. I said this to Dolly Cassell yesterday. I mean, there's a number of players on that, on that roster of the Summer League team outside of the draft picks that I would love to see on the Pell's G League team. The guys that have a legitimate chance of playing in, in, in the league. Uh, but again, you only have so many sp- spots available. And, and look, some of these guys might have an opportunity to be on other G League teams with an opportunity to maybe move up a little bit quicker uh, to the parent club. So we'll see how it plays out. But Daquan Plowden will be in camp with the Pell's. He signed an Exhibit 10 contract. Uh, so we'll see how that, that kind of plays out uh, as well. Um, LSU. Uh, it's still rolling right now. I'm going to try to get all this information for you before we have Jordy Collada on the program. Uh, but quite a few Tigers have been taken, or future Tigers have been taken in the Major League Draft. Um, the difference is now as you get to day three with NIL, how many of these players are going to go to, to Major League Baseball or how many are going to stay at LSU? And this is the first time we're kind of seeing this. We've talked about it over the last week or so. It's kind of a test case, right? I mean, uh, in the past, if you can, depending on, again, your, your situation at home um, and what was offered and where you were slotted in, uh, in the Major League Draft, a lot of cases you went, okay? Uh, there were some cases where, again, if you, if you had, if your parents, you know, were, were, were well off or you had the money, maybe, again, you didn't feel like you had to take, again, where you were slotted. Maybe you didn't like where, again, you were drafted. Well, then at, at that point, maybe, again, you went to college for three years. Uh, and, uh, and had an opportunity to be able to um, enjoy college life. And, uh, look, we know there were $50 handshakes, right, the $100 handshakes, you know, when, when, that, when, when that situation. Um, but no matter what, uh, we're able to be able to at least play at, at a university like LSU. So, again, we'll, we'll see how this kind of plays out. This is kind of the test case here. How many of these kids that, again, can get an NIL from LSU that were in this class, are they, go- are they going to um, – are they going to – are they going to – uh, come come to uh, school, or are they going to play on the team this year? Are they going to report, or are they going to head out and again ride buses in the um, in the minor leagues for a few years and you know and, and kind of hone their craft there? We'll see how it plays out. We, we'll see how it plays out. But uh, re- really, and, and then of course there's some players that are on the roster now that, that that were drafted as well that you know ultimately feel like look this is my time. Uh, remember uh, yesterday, Brian Lazar made a comment that something I had not realized in all these years of uh, of covering this. 
that uh, you know when you look at the um, at the Major League Baseball draft, you can draft a kid out of high school, but you can't touch him for three years. And, and Brian corrected me yesterday. He said, yeah, it's three years or 21 years old. So if a kid turns 21, that he is eligible for the draft, even if, let's say, it's within the three-year limit. So we'll see how it plays out uh, with, um, with, with, with LSU uh, and Jay Johnson because it was a, the number one class in, in the uh, in number one co- co- class in college baseball, as well as, again, uh, the transfer portal, which, again, they, they knocked it out of the park. As, again, each and every, um, each and every uh, sport seems like they've done. I mean, it started with Kim Mulkey re- rebuilding that program quickly. Um, then we saw Jay Johnson do it last year in, in short order when he took the job. McMahon has done so far with the basketball team, which is miraculous. I mean, miraculous. I mean, everybody, everybody uh, abandoned ship. And, and yet again, he looks like he's got a competitive team uh, on paper. And then what Brian Kelly's done, which, again, to me is not surprising. Uh, I, I've said for years that the transfer portal goes both ways. And when you got a guy of his ilk, uh, of his stature as your head coach, uh, there are no questions. It's not like you're bringing in a, a young guy that nobody knows. This is a guy is a, again, he's a foundation builder. I've said it all along. He's the closest thing to Nick Saban that you can bring in, without bringing in Nick Saban. So, you know, we'll see how kind of kind of plays out. But uh, SEC media days continue. Again, as I mentioned, we're going to have uh, Jordy Collada on at 5:35, and he'll give us an update from Atlanta on what's being said there. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends uh, over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. I uh, want to remind everybody, again, if uh, you're looking for a generator, generator sales and service, hot, man, hot as, hot as it is outside right now. Uh, so come on by, folks, uh, and, 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 um, and check out my friends over, over, at, uh, over at Burkhart. Uh, they have uh, a large selection of, uh, of generators for you in stock now. Uh, also, remember, uh, they, uh, they'll do that single-day install uh, for you. After sitting down, doing a consultation with you, normally it's going to be Jason Burkhardt who comes in and talks to you. Uh, remember the 24-7, 365 emergency service. Uh, as long as, again, it's safe for the crew to come out, they'll be out there, get you up and running. If for some reason your system goes down, that new install quality check after one month, and that's just great, okay? That gives you an opportunity to ask questions about the system uh, that maybe you asked questions the first time around, didn't get it. Uh, the second time around, making sure you know how to operate the system. And then, of course, financing available. Uh, for um, for your generator, which means what? That means, again, you can pay mo- low monthly notes and have that generator ready to go. Look, it's a prerequisite if you're living in South Louisiana, if you're living on the energy grid. I'm sorry, it is, okay? Even on the North Shore, okay, with all the trees and all the issues you have, if you own a business, if you own a home, you have to invest in a generator, just the way it is now. Uh, generator sales and service, that's Burkhardt's business, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Coming up next is uh, Larry Holt with The Athletic. Stick around, won't you? I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. 
Ray Magliozzi here. The tear in my driver's seat does have sentimental value since my butt's molded to fit it. But I'm ready for a new one from eBay Motors with all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. Till then, I'll just scooch. eBay Motors, let's ride. Delays are solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. In the meantime, the rest of the drive looks pretty good. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends over Dave Miet Insurance. You want to save? Call Dave. That's right, Dave Miet Insurance. It's time for that insurance checkup, especially again with hurricane season. Look, we've been pretty lucky so far, right? We've had this blocking high that's kept us baking uh, for a while, which keeps the hurricanes away. you got that Saharan dust. 
that, again, is also keeping the hurricanes away. But what we know, right? I mean, August is coming, late, uh, you know, late August, early September. We know that's the peak of hurricane season for us now. Uh, so, look, now's the time to be able to get with your insurance agent, or in this case, get with Dave Miet and get an insurance checkup. Make sure you got sufficient coverage for the upcoming hurricane season. Dave can search over 50 companies, again, to get the right price for the right, for the right um, uh, policy for you and your family. Uh, again, uh, when it comes to your insurance needs, he's an expert. And the service after the sale, I'm just telling you, is impeccable. Dave was with us every step of the way when it came to our, our, our claim for Hurricane Ida. Every question I had, I'm calling, I'm asking, he's answering. There are some times when he was texting me or calling me to find out if everything was okay. Did I need any help? I mean, where are you getting that kind of service at? Okay? So I uh, didn't need to get an attorney, didn't need to hire a third party to go out and, and, and again, for, and, and pressure my insurance company to be able to pay, to be able to pay the full amount. Uh, I had Dave Miet, again, giving me advice the whole step of the way. And, look, it took, it took some time, but, again, he was there. So you want a company that's going to have your back when it comes to your insurance needs? It's Dave Miet Insurance. That's 504-556-0809. You want to save, call Dave. His, uh, his website is a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Or set up a meeting where, again, you could do an insurance checkup at his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. It's Dave Miet Insurance. That's Dave Miet Insurance, 504-556-0809. Larry Holder of The Athletic joins us on the program now. Larry, how are you, bud? What's up, Eddie? How are you today? Doing great, Larry. Doing great. Dog days of summer, as you know, my friend. And um, But uh, that's about to change in about a week and week from now. Most uh, NFL teams will be in camp shortly after that. Um, uh, the, all the colleges will be in camp, and we'll be right back in smack at football season again. Well, yeah, it's funny. Uh, I feel like we're already in it because SEC Media Days is rolling on. And, of sure. course, uh, there's never a shortage of storylines, and especially in college football now. Uh, definitely not a, a shortage of storylines with everything going on. But, yeah, like NFL, uh, rookies are reporting. Uh, you got the veterans who are going to start cranking up, and they're going to go, you know, full-blown training camp's going to be coming. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's it, it's funny when you, like, you, you're thinking, like, man, what, you're kind of bored for a minute, and then all of a sudden it just kind of smacks you in the face, and it, right. it, it's full blast before you know it. Well, especially for guys like you, again, that, you know, in some cases covering the team, in your case covering the entire NFL. I mean, you're not going to get a break now until February. I mean, you know, when, when, once that starts. Once, once it cranks up, there's no break. And, of course, you know, if you're covering all the sports, well, there's rarely a break. You know, you've got to kind of carve out time for, for, for a vacation. But let me ask you this. The, 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 the recent um, articles that are being put out about Deshaun Watson, and uh, NFL um, and the NFL would like to see a year suspension. Uh, the arbitrator, Judge uh, Sue Sue Robinson, uh, it's been it's been leaked that maybe only be a two to eight game suspension, which seems like a real slap on the wrist for somebody again that was you know planned and calculated these sexual escapades uh, with uh, with again what sixty six um, different masseuse. Uh, you know, uh, he said 40 at 66 total, and, and of course, 24 uh, women that came forth and, um, and, 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 you know, filed suit against him, uh, you know, for obviously different, uh, you know, whether it's, whether it's you know, sexual assault, uh, you know, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that, to me, Larry, after, you know, doing this for as long as I have, that seems like a real slap on the wrist. I, I agree. Uh, the fact that uh, uh, even. Uh, that people are just mentioning that eight games would be a maximum. I think that uh, I think that the NFL uh, that is not uh, what they ultimately want to do. I think that 
they would like to suspend him for a year and basically make a point uh, that uh, his behavior is not tolerated. I feel, I feel like eight games isn't enough. I mean, let's, let's just think back. And the NFL suspended Sean Payton for an entire year Amen. with sketchy evidence about a pay for, you know, pay for performance injury scheme that was ultimately thrown out by the former commissioner, Paul Tagliabue. You know, I, when you look at it, you think you think about it in that sense, uh, and it's it's probably it, it's got to blow your mind. I mean, the fact that Deshaun Watson, uh, with uh, obviously not criminal, but, but there's no doubt that uh, he's got civil uh, payments going to women, twenty of uh, the twenty-four, and then you look at it in the sense that the Texans have settled with thirty women. Right, six, six that we don't even know about uh, that we didn't know uh, that was uh, maybe co- having a complaint or, or, or something. So, uh, I think eight games is extremely light, and I look at it and compare it to uh, Eric. I'm not sure how much you followed uh, Trevor Bauer, uh, the, the Dodgers pitcher who was right. Uh, he, he, you know, he had he was accused of sexual assault in graphic detail, uh, and, and this was one woman. And he was suspended at least a season. I, I, maybe, I think it's like a season and a half. Two, it, it, I know he's appealing, but he hasn't been playing. So I think that this Deshaun Watson thing is uh, uh, eight games is not enough uh, in, in my eyes for what he's being accused of. I mean, look, and from the Houston Texans' point of view, you know, getting him the membership of the Houstonian Hotel, give him the NDAs, you know, I mean, they had some knowledge of what was going on there, and there's a reason why they paid off. They can they can claim it's all about again um, women's rights and you know, et cetera, et cetera. It it was because they were culpable. Absolutely, and so you know, you don't you see these settlements, and you're not paying off all of these. If it's one, then it might be like, all right, we just don't feel like dealing with the headache, but I, like. They're 30 uh, that they, they had to settle with. And I, I think that's something that it's, it's, it's troublesome to me in, in that sense. And I'm expecting a punishment to be coming out, I would say, probably by the end of next week, you know, when training right. camp starts. And because what happens if, he, you know, he, they don't have a decision and they go to training camp and then he's just – practicing in training camp and it's so i think that the nfl uh, you know just judging by how they work things and they've uh want to get this thing resolved before the start of training camp i would expect a decision to come uh probably by the end of next week and eric just how fortunate uh, just as if you're a oh, saints man that you're not on. having to put up with this because guess what the saints we're willing to dive into this thing. I mean, let's not let's not say that there's, you know, oh, you know, they've brushed it under the rug, but oh, they were willing to dive in on this thing. No, the, the, look, I'm telling you, I said it earlier in my monologue. You know, again, they, they, they felt that they could overcome the flack. They thought, again, in, in, our, in our microwave society, that this would be a, this would be a story, for, again, until the suspension was served. And eventually, again, with a five-year deal, maybe they lose a year with him. But then they got him for the other four, and he's just that good to take a chance on. Again, not understanding that you went from Captain America to a sexual predator as the face of your franchise, which is mind-blowing. And the more mind-blowing thing to me is they got Mrs. Benson on a plane twice to go see this dude. 
ultimately it came down to that Cleveland gave him a better offer contractually. Yep. yep. And so it's so that's what it is. It wasn't the moral issue uh, for these teams. It was more of that. And uh, they were willing to pay. They were willing to take the heat. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, at least, look, we could, we're probably, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this probably throughout uh, Watson this year and, and, and such. But, uh, look, at least the Saints, uh, I, uh, even though they were in it, they're not, mm-hmm. they're not having to deal with that. Now they're, no. you know, look, they've got uh, – uh, they don't have the caliber of quarterback as Deshaun Watson, but they also mm-hmm. don't have the – uh, massive uh, dilemma and just you know the egg on their face and all the baggage that they would right. have had uh, with Deshaun Watson and I mean you mentioned I mean, Gail Benson I mean the fact that you know a, a female owner would be willing to sign off on this I think that is uh, that would have been tougher to even deal with than just. Uh, uh, a, a poor owner, uh, as in poor reputation, yes. as the owner with the Cleveland Browns. Right. I mean, or again, you know, again, a, Dave, uh, a Daniel Schneider. Okay. I mean, you know, we can see that coming, you know, that all day, every day. No, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm leading you into this. If Watson's getting two to eight, what's Kamara getting? I mean, come on. That was right, not planned. Exactly. That was that was spur of the moment. Okay, that was emotional. That was again an altercation. Again, whether it was high, drunk, who knows? Again, the girlfriend was was in, was was insulted. What again? He gets two to eight. What does Kamara get? Okay, a fine at that point. I mean, we've been hearing half a season all off season long, and yesterday he tweeted out overwit. We're not sure what that means. Maybe that means something about the settlement, because I do believe he's going to settle this. I don't think he's doing any, any, any jail time. I think it's going to be a misdemeanor. And also, again, he's going to do community service. He's never been in trouble in his life. But what does that mean for a guy like Kamara? Imagine Deshaun Watson getting eight games and Kamara getting six games. I mean. I mean, come on. <laughs> what planet could that be fair? <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously. It would be, it's, like, completely absurd. So that's the thing. It's a... Uh, uh, the NFL could argue any of these semantics, but yeah, I, I, I think that I'm, I'm not going to back down. Like Watson is, needs, a, to me, a year. I think a year would be su- sufficient. The, uh, there's no doubt that uh, the contract was mapped out that way, but yeah. Absolutely. If, if Watson gets eight games and Kamara gets six, uh, I think uh, probably rightfully so. Uh, you, you, you could hear Saints fans screaming about how the NFL does not treat the Saints fairly. And, you know, I've argued against uh, some of those points over the years, but that would not be uh, – that would not sit well for me uh, no. if, if that would happen. But we, uh, we're all still in wait-and-see mode. Uh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. And hopefully, hopefully that'll the be... NFL does it right. Right. Do it right and also get it out the way. Okay, now I understand, again, this is still ongoing. It's a fluid situation in terms of, again, the criminal court, Okay. Uh, but they've seen the video. They know what's going on. The Saints have seen the video. They know what's going on at this point. So, you know, they get it out the way, figure out what's going on. The Saints obviously have to make some moves. They're bringing in the, the Offensive Player of the Year from, um, from the uh, New Jersey Generals uh, running back uh, to be able to uh, go to camp with them. At least it's, it's their, they're, they're said to be trying him out, Darius Victor. We'll see, how, you know, ultimately how that's going to play out. Um, I did want to ask you this. On paper right now, when you look at this team, the Saints, where would you put them in the hierarchy of the NFL? And let's take let's take let's take NFC. Let's take the NFL. Let's take NFC. 
I would put them – I know they match up well against Tampa. I mean, we, we've seen that, but I just think Tampa uh, is a worse matchup for everyone else uh, that they'll play. So I would say – I'll just start with the division. Obviously, they're to me, they're number two in the division, but that's not like – it's not a bad thing. I mean, I just think Tampa can win the division. I put the Saints probably in the uh, probably fourth or fifth in the conference. I would say I would still keep the Packers up there. I would still keep the Cowboys up there. I'm not going in order. I'm just like going through the division. So Packers, sure. Cowboys. I would throw Tampa in there. I would throw. The Rams in there, and then after that, I feel like it's it's kind of a crapshoot. I feel like the Saints, if they if they if they start off hot and then they basically go five hundred after the first five weeks, uh, you'll be in good position to be a playoff team, be a wild card team. And so I, I would put them, I'd probably put them fifth. You know, there are other teams. I'm not as, I'm not as high on the Cardinals. I know they made the playoffs. I'm 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 shaky on them. Uh, you know, you look at uh, the 49ers. I'm curious to see how Trey Lance plays. You know, I I feel like the 49ers are in that conversation too. Uh, you know, five six to me with the Saints. Uh, I know people might look at it and say, oh, they're expecting the Eagles to improve and. Uh, you know, I think a team like the Vikings are probably going to improve. I think they're like I think the Vikings and the Saints could be two teams that miss the playoffs that could make the playoffs this year. Uh, so I, I think that, uh, but to me, I, I feel like you and me, we we certainly know the Saints better than people outside of this market. Sure. And I think there's sure. people are sleeping on them uh, and, and don't realize what they have. And they're sleeping on Dennis Allen. They're sleeping on Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are obviously a lot of question marks, but I feel like sure, there are. if they but with if everyone at this point, right? Right. I mean, they're if all they're te- everybody's team has some question marks. Yeah, but I would look at the Saints offensively and said, I can I have a question mark at every single position group, and that's 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 typically not the norm with the Saints. You have fewer questions on defense, even though right. you have a few, but you mm-hmm. you got question marks at every single position group, and you're moving on to Dennis Allen from Sean Payton. So I, I right. get the perception outside of sure. uh, this too. market. But I, I feel like that Dennis Allen was a perfect choice for the coach. I think mm-hmm. he's certainly someone who can guide this team and, and make them a playoff team. And I think that the Saints' offensive line will probably be a little bit better. Jameis has a sense of the offense. they got better weapons at wide receiver. Running back is mm-hmm. a question mark. Tight end, I feel like, is a question mark. But I feel like in some places – they can certainly improve from where they were last year. And they just about made the playoffs last year, starting, I don't know, 73 quarterbacks, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's true. And look, they're in much better position this year with Andy Dalton backing up um, uh, Jameis Winston. If for some reason Winston doesn't come back from the injury, or again, uh, he, he reverts back to, again, uh, you know, bad Jameis, uh, you got a quality backup there. But it starts up front. I mean, if the offensive line does its job, okay, and they protect Winston or Dalton, if they're opening up holes for the running game, uh, then I think this offense is going to be fine. Uh, you know, again, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Sean Fazan about this when he's come on. He done he's done some breakdowns on Winston. You know, showing where again he's you know a bit a little maybe a little inaccurate. You know, it comes down to his mechanics. I've been saying on the show for weeks now. If he can sit up, set up again, and follow through on his throws, he's a pretty accurate quarterback. If he's not and his mechanics are off, 
Again, the ball could go anywhere. Where, again, Andy Dalton is a pretty accurate quarterback. To, uh, again, and, and that's your guy that's kind of waiting in the wings. If, if the offensive line plays well, I think they got, they, they've got a really good chance on offense. Yeah, I think that uh, you still have a question mark, uh, obviously a left tackle. I mean, we've got to see uh, Trevor Penning actually play uh, in, in an NFL game. But uh, they were banged up last year. And say you have Eric McCoy for the whole year. I mean, just one piece of the puzzle. If you have him for right. the whole year, that, that makes a difference. Sure it does. Uh, Andres Pete, uh, he's erratic. We know it, but he's got to come back and play. You know, but he's, when, when healthy, he's not bad. <laughs> he's, he's not, you know. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if he's worth the contract he got, but, but right. I mean, you know, he, he's, a, he's pretty good in the running game. Uh, again, he's really good on screens. Uh, but, you know, he's, he's, I mean, there's a bunch of film out there on, on again, uh, you know, uh, Breeze getting crushed because he missed a block. Well, I could tell you, Pete's uh, pressure percentage, uh, you know, you know me, I'm like an offensive line dork uh, in terms of keeping track of that. Uh, Honors Pete was bad last year <laughs> before he got hurt uh, in terms of uh, keeping pressure off the quarterback. But, uh, you know, I feel like also part of that is the offensive line's also got to get used to a different quarterback those guys yes. were so used to not having to protect as long because Drew Brees mm-hmm. got rid of the ball right. so quickly right. this is a different and you had to deal with four quarterbacks last year so it's right it, I, you gotta I, throw it, that out the window right right you feel like last year was just this because there uh, the offensive lines overall pressure percentage went up dramatically mm-hmm. last year uh from then it was the year before and of course the year before but that's when Drew Brees was under center and making the calls and this that and the other so uh, I feel like they do need to get a footing. I feel like they've certainly got enough talent there. There's no doubt. But, I mean, they've got to get their footing and, and try to make it work. But if it works there, then everything else can work. Uh, with uh, I, all think, the I believe so. Got. Yeah. Because uh, I think they've upgraded their wide receiver position. We'll see what happens at the running back. I, I, I got a feeling tight end's going to be better. But with that said, dude, we're out of time. I really appreciate you jumping on with us each and every week. Tell the folks about The Athletic, how they can subscribe, and what you got coming up for us. Absolutely. Theathletic.com uh, slash NFL is where I'm at now. Not as much New Orleans, but more NFL. Uh, and then uh, at Larry Holder on Twitter. Yeah, you can jump on any of my articles. I've actually got a uh, couple articles that, uh, that actually came out today. Uh, one is about uh, not necessarily the Saints, but uh, a couple of uh, offensive line outlooks uh, involving five quarterbacks. I'll give you two of them. One was Tom Brady, one was Joe Burrow. Uh, and so that article is up. And then uh, – I did a piece on maybe a little fantasy football sleeper, Travis Etienne. People almost forgot who he is mm-hmm. with the Jaguars, former Clemson yeah. great. But he might be uh, – all they might try to make him an Alvin Kamara clone there. So but you, I got a couple of those things uh, that are out right now that came out today. So go check those out, theathletic.com slash NFL. You know I will, brother. You know I will. Thanks as always. Uh, we'll check in with you next week, my friend. All righty. Great talking to you, buddy. Larry Holder of The Athletic. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppovane. 
Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in tech. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus, the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry. Cumulus Media is here to help and give you your time back. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NolaCumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. I want to thank Larry Holder of The Athletic for joining us on the program. Jordy Collada of The Jordy Collada Show will join us live from Atlanta, the site of the uh, SEC Media Days. That will happen at 535 uh, this afternoon, we're going to talk a little bit about the new development out at Pontchartrain Beach. 
the proposed development at Pontchartrain Beach uh, at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Looking forward to, to jump into that. And don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. You come home and the AC's not working. Man, I tell you what, nothing worse, right? Don't get excited. Don't get upset. Call Burkhardt. They're on, they're on call 24 hours a day. Uh, they'll dispatch somebody out to be able to take care of you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. And, of course, uh, only doing the work that's necessary uh, from their Nate certified technicians. Uh, John Burkhardt said a long time ago, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask, and I, can I put this in there? Their 10,000-plus customer base. Uh, they know. I know. Burkhardt's the way to go. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you till 6. Stick around, won't you? At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, free download for your smartphone or tablet. There are digital platforms on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And um, our website, EricAsher.com. And, of course, you can click on the contact uh, uh, page there to contact. You know, go to Eric at EricAsher.com via email if you need to contact me for any reason at all. All right, uh, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports joins us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Every Thursday, 1 o'clock, live broadcast on LAE, live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page. Then here come the rebroadcast. Are you ready? 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 p.m. on The Deuce. 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television every Friday night, 10 o'clock on LAE TV. 2 a.m. on Saturday morning on The Deuce, 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on the WLE TV YouTube page, always on our social media platforms. Uh, and as always, we appreciate you guys tuning into the program. Jordy Collada will join us at the bottom of this hour. We thank Larry Holder for his contribution in the first hour. Uh, I wanted to shift gears from sports to um, something that's been near and dear to my heart for a long time. I started talking about this right after Katrina um, when uh, we were had a vision of, of a new city of New Orleans and the money that was going to be pumped into our city and how we could utilize that to make us a better city. You know, I had talked about, again, you know, transforming Rampart Street in, in, into a jazz corridor, okay, uh, with the marquees of, again, all great, you know, like the Marcellus's and you know, also, again, having maybe comedy clubs and, you know, all these, you know, like we see. In, when I went to Nashville, I was blown away, okay, because everything I had talked about here in New Orleans after Katrina and what we could do with, uh, with a lot of our um, – uh, our tourist areas or entertainment areas, they've done. And I, I've never been to, to Nashville before. You know, they got, they got you know, Kid Rock. They got, they, got, they got names that, again, that are attached to every one of their clubs on, on their, their version of, of, of Bourbon Street, which looks more like Decatur Street here, here in New Orleans, right? Um, and I thought that, that would be a great thing to do, uh, to be able to revitalize Rampart Street, um, you know, in, in, right, right by the Louis Armstrong Park. Never came to fruition. Okay, we, I mean, I had so many people on this program talking about it during that time. We had money that was available. We could have done it. We didn't do it. You know, uh, taking New Orleans East, the, uh, the, the old amusement park in New Orleans East, make it, a, make it a true fairgrounds. You know, make it a fairgrounds. Make it a place where the New Orleans Jazz Fest can go, okay, where you can have Voodoo Fest. But also, again, you can have other small festivals, but you can also utilize it as a fairground so that you, your family, could go out there and picnic, do what you need to do, have lights out there, you know, pavilions, et cetera. Never happened. Okay, money was there, could have done it, still sitting there, eyesore, okay? We, we, we think there's going to be something done with it, but we're not gonna, it's never come to fruition. So, I mean, a lot of things that we talked about on this program, one of them was Pontchartrain Beach. One of them was also, again, utilizing the riverfront and the lakefront. And look, I, I lived in St. Bernard Parish before the storm, okay? My, my wife's family, well, again, uh, my wife was born and raised there. My children are born and raised there. Um, and... Um, you know, her family, lifelong, uh, lifelong Chalmette residents, all, you know, again, all, everybody I know pretty much from that lived in the parish or either living, or living on the North Shore. 90% of them live on the North Shore, from Slidell to Madisonville all the way around. Uh, I wasn't going back 
because of, again, the levy system. Now, levy has proven to be able to hold up, right? Oh, we, again, you know, the everything that the Corps has done in terms of the gates, uh, what they did with Mr. Go, et cetera. But there was a reason why I left. And look, I'll tell you what, it was a great place to, to raise your kids. But I said it back then. Take the Ninth Ward, take Chalmette, turn it into a, uh, turn it into a commercial district uh, where, again, we have a lot of our, our port facilities, our, our, our oil and gas facilities, again, since we're already doing that. Move that to, the, to again, the other side of the Industrial Canal. Of course, it didn't come to fruition, but again, to me, it would have, it would have opened up the riverfront, uh, you know, in New Orleans. For what? For the opportunity to be able to, again, see, see growth, uh, to see development. Uh, that didn't come, that didn't happen. Obviously, Napoleon was expanded, etc. But all that could have gone, you know, right now there's a fight with, with, with again, the parish of St. Bernard to be able to put a New Orleans port facility down there, a container facility. And that's going on. Actually, it's in my, it's in my niece's backyard, so I know a little bit about it, right? But, again, that just never came to fruition. Just kind of thinking smarter, you know, especially, again, how parts of that area was contaminated after Katrina. You know, and we know, okay, from, you know, the muck and mire that came up from, from, from again, uh, years of dumping stuff in, in, our, in our bayous and waterways to, again, the oil leaks and everything else we had uh, in the aftermath of the storm. Just looked like, again, a commercial corridor there. Again, for oil and gas in the port, would it would have been a, a much better scenario. Now, I got people living in it there right now and telling me, "E, you're crazy." And and maybe again, maybe I was. But I always wanted to see development along the river and lake front, the, the, the the lakefront and the riverfront, which we don't have. We're probably the only city in America that has this much access to water, but we don't utilize it. We don't. We don't. Grew up, obviously went to Pontchartrain Beach. Grew up swimming in the, swimming in the lake. On, 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 you know, on this, walking down that seawall, slipping on my ass many, many times, like all of us did, right? Uh, when you could, you could swim in the lake. But you could swim in the lake now. The lake has been cleaned. When, 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 they, when they quit, uh, again, uh, dredging for shells, uh, they allowed it to settle. And, of course, again, well, you know, you've got a lot of people that do a lot of uh, recreation on that lake. If you've got a boat, et cetera, you're out there. People fish along, along the seawall. But now there's a move afoot to be able to, to, to redevelop Pontchartrain Beach. And maybe this is the, the, the first opportunity for us to be able to see uh, a, a true development. Now, here's what it's going to entail. It's going to entail the, uh, a, a safe and open beach area for swimmers, sunbathers, and, and water fun. There's going to be a separate waterfront cove for non-motorized boats. A uh, separate water, water, waterfront cove for, motor, uh, for, um, for motorized boats. There's going to be grassy areas in the shade with existing live oaks for sitting and picnicking and games. There'll be a renovated fishing pier, beach volleyball area, a dog park, and a dog swimming uh, area, separate for small and large dogs. There'll be jetties that will be built to protect the beach from erosion. Uh, there'll be a beach nourishment uh, to be able to sustain the beach areas. Uh, and then there'll also be an area for food trucks. Uh, to be able to um, uh, to be able to park, so that again you have an opportunity to be able to eat and drink, uh, without again having to be able to build the concession stands. Uh, kayaking, canoeing, pirogging, rental will also be available. Uh, there'll be small event spaces that you can rent, or then they can have uh, for concerts, etc. Also, again, uh, an entry plaza, restrooms, uh, as well as again beach volleyball courts uh, out there and other amenities. So. You love the fact they got entertainment ven- venues, and the proposal sounds fantastic. It's going before the um, 
the board today that handles all the all the the assets for the uh, for the levy board. It was a uh, 4:30 meeting. It was expected to be approved today. Uh, it's it's the Pontchartrain Beach, Beach Foundation uh, that again in an in an LMA with the, with the uh, with the state body, which again was that is the uh, one the group that handles the assets for the um, for the levy board. Uh, that uh, again got this plan uh, by again a couple gentlemen, New Orleanians. One again was in, involved with Gulf Coast Bank, uh, the other one with the Asby uh, Foundation, uh, and the, the 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 plan is supposed to be. It's just a formal formality in terms of the uh, the vote. Now they're going to apply for grants from the 550 billion dollar uh, Infrastructure uh, and Jobs Act. Uh, the, 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 it's about 1.2 trillion dollars. Is that is that act? They want about 50, 550 billion. Uh, uh, they want some grants from that from that um, uh, particular um, uh, pool of money. Uh, now, supposedly, it's critical they get this done now because, again, through the uh, American Recovery Plan Act, which is led by former New Orleans Mayor Mitch Landrieu, there are, are dollars that are that are available for restoration uh, uh, beach projects like this. But again, you got to get in. You got to get to it soon. If not, the money's not going to be there. So again, time is of the essence. Um, now, the plan is that they're not going to do any type of private um, development there. It's all going to be for the public to be able to enjoy. Uh, in the past, there's been a lot of talk about doing condos, etc. I will get into that in a moment. Uh, the, 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 that also maybe a hotel or something like that. This is not. This is an open, free opportunity for New Orleanians to go back to Pontchartrain Beach and enjoy the lake, and I think it's a fantastic job. They're going to have a wetlands preserve that's going to be there. Uh, as I mentioned, we talked about the small marina uh, uh, as well. Uh, so, look, it sounds like a great idea. It really does. And, and hopefully, again, the funding will be there, uh, well, and, and they'll be able to get it done. And then it brings us to Lincoln Beach, Okay. Uh, we all know, again, uh, a historic uh, uh, African-American beach when, at the time when there was segregation uh, and, and African-Americans enjoyed Lincoln Beach. It's been overgrown, hard to get to. There's a group of individuals now that have cleaned up that beach for probably the last 10 years. And I mean, literally from, again, the, the, the pictures that you see, it's pristine. If you get, you know, there's a way in, you get down there, you get it. I mean, it's like being, a, it's, it's a beach. Okay, it's beautiful. But again, the city has not done enough to be able to clean up the area to allow people to be able to go out and, and, and utilize that, okay? Uh, they promised, again, help, but we haven't seen any help forthcoming. We know that the Bally's, uh, uh, again, before the storm, built a mega complex on the lake, right? Bally's Casino. Uh, it failed, okay? Tipitina's jumped in, jumped in there, okay, before the pandemic and, and also failed. It makes no sense to me, ladies and gentlemen, on why, why we do not utilize something that, again, other cities utilize when they have and cities that don't have this access would die for, okay? We had a situation before Katrina where literally in parts of north Louisiana and central Louisiana, there, there, was, there was a corruption involved with state legislators who were building these subdivisions with these beautiful man-made lakes, See, they didn't have the water, so they built the lakes, and of course, again, the, the corruption that came from that, right? These are natural lakes and rivers that we don't take advantage of. Uh, the lakefront, the Mississippi, uh, the, the, the Pontchartrain uh, Lakefront, and, uh, and also the Mississippi Riverfront are the most underutilized plots of land in the city for recreational and living usage, period, the end. Now, part of the reason why the lakefront struggles for development is because of the railroad tracks, right? It's been there forever. 
Um, they're on the other side of the levee. You've got to be able to deal with that. But there's ways of getting around it. I mean, people did it for years with the camps on Irish Bayou until they were destroyed uh, by Katrina. You know, hopefully, again, I know that from, from, uh, from, from pictures and friends of mine that slowly but surely people are going back there and they're trying to rebuild those camps, which, again, well, you know, I had a lot of, I mean, my, my, my kids grew up on the, in those camps. I went to those camps, again, as a, as a kid, young adult, I, uh, you know, even with my children. You know, it's great to have those, those camps and facilities, to be able to take advantage of the lakefront. Uh, when it comes to the riverfront, the port and the city have grabbed the majority of, of the available land. But there are a few plots of land available, of course, where the, where the, where the um, uh, convention center is, uh, is, is trying to do right now, where they're trying to develop by that old power plant. We talked about the United Soccer League possibly building a stadium there. Uh, there's been talks of, of, again, a minor league baseball stadium there. There's been talk of, again, a major hotel development uh, with, again, apartments and condos as well in that area overlooking the river, okay? Um, you know, we... You know, except with the exception of what you know, the the uh, international trademark building, which is now the Four Seasons, um, they've got one canal. Is it one canal place? Uh, is the is the other way, other condo? For for again, I mean, again, the, the the very very rich have an opportunity to be able to, to be able to check out what's going on the river because again, they have their condos on the river. There's a hotel on the river, but people again, other than that, we, we don't have real access to the river. I grew up in a place in uptown New Orleans where, you know, we we had the river view. Uh, the butterfly, okay, you're, if you remember it. And, and when I was growing up, it was open 24 hours a day, and we had access. Now it's a bunch of fields that are being utilized by, again, high schools and, and, and also, again, recreation department, which is, which is necessary and needed because we don't have enough, enough, enough of those. But at one time, that, that was recreation for anybody to go out there and enjoy and enjoy the river. You know, it's, it's not the same anymore, okay? There is, the, uh, again, the, the eyesore in, in, in the bywater, the old naval facility, which was given to the city. Uh, in pristine condition, which allowed to deteriorate with crime and, and of course, the homeless that are living there now. Uh, they tried to close that down a couple weeks ago, and, of course, they had a fire the next day. From what I understand, the homeless are back in there. So, you know, that, that is an area where you, can, where you can oversee the river and, of course, uh, that you could build condos, et cetera. Joe Yeagers has the, has the right to be able to do that. He hasn't done that yet. No financing, et cetera, is the reason why. Hey, look, it needs to be done. should have been done a long time ago. Same could be said for the old Holy Cross site. Again, which is, again, in the pie water, which, again, if it was made into condos, et cetera, you would be able to have utilization to the river. But other cities would kill for the access to the water that we have, and we've never maximized it for recreational use, private use, development in terms of condos, resorts, or, or hotels. And, and it's a waste. It's a waste of our waterways and, and, again, potential tax dollars for the city. Look, let me say this right now. Kenner utilizes, utilizes their their um, Lake Pontchartrain, okay, and, and, and their, their waterfront uh, access better than anybody else in the, in, the, in the metropolitan area. Kenner, again, the city of Kenner, and then what they're doing now with, again, the, with the casino coming on land and, all, and everything else they're going to be doing out there, uh, it's, it's going to be an incredible uh, opportunity for the citizens of Kenner and really the citizens of the metropolitan area to go enjoy the, the, the lakefront where, where? In Kenner. So to me, this Pontchartrain Beach idea is a great idea. Look, West End was once a go-to site for New Orleanians, right? Seafood restaurants, music, dance clubs. It's no longer the case. There have been plans that have been discussed but never come to fruition. So maybe this new Pontchartrain Beach, okay, will spark a renewed development along the lake and riverfronts. As I mentioned, most cities would, would again, that would, that would, would, would die for access uh, to be able to have a place where they can live, work, and play uh, for their citizens. But not Orleans. Not Orleans. My, my daughter lives in Chicago. 
I mean, everybody goes to the lake in Chicago. It's, it's, it, there's access to the lake in Chicago. And, and, and people spend a lot of time there. We don't do it here in New Orleans. I mean, yes, there are super, some people, again, that are hanging out by the lake front on a, on a Sunday and Sunday. We used to do it all the time back in the day, right? You know, they're fishing, et cetera. Maybe they're hanging out, uh, you know, utilizing the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the picnic areas, et cetera. Uh, here's another problem, okay? People cleaning up after themselves. I mean, we've seen this now with, with just utilizing on big holidays out at the lakefront now. You know, the one thing about when, when, when I was growing up, and I hate to keep going back to when I was growing up, but you know what? We got some filthy people living in this town, okay? I've said it before. You know, littering, that's just, that's just part of the New Orleans lexicon. Uh, you, you look at those areas again, how about how horrible they look at the end, at, again, after a, a, a July, Fourth of July celebration, Labor Day, et cetera, or even on just a Sunday. People just don't clean up after themselves. They expect somebody else to do it. That's the mentality of New Orleanians. But imagine, again, keeping the riverfront or the lakefront clean and having, again, the access to parks like we have. Now, look, we got the Woldenberg Park. you got the Crescent Park, which, again, has opened up the riverfront some, right, uh, you know, for, for uh, certain areas. Now, there are certain times that you're not going there, but, again, it's a byproduct of, again, having horrible leadership in this town and not keeping us safe, okay? But in a normal city, you'd be able to go out and enjoy that and enjoy it without having to look it over your shoulder. You know, like you can do if you go to go to Kenner. If you go to Kenner's Riverfront, or, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Lakefront, you're not you're not looking over your shoulder because they actually have police that arrest people and put them in jail. But it'd be interesting to see again how this plays out, and ultimately, again, if this can be a catalyst to me for the first time, really in in, in my lifetime, because again, my again, 1980, I think it was 1983 or 84, if I'm not mistaken, maybe it was 83 that Pine Stream Beach closed down. And from that point forward, I think you've got the, uh, the research facility out from, from UNO out there. Uh, you've, uh, you've, but, again, just not a lot of places for New Orleanians to go out there and recreate when it comes to the water. And, or, again, to live, to live, or to have condos. Or, again, wait a minute, to have resorts. I mentioned this when they were, ta- they were talking about putting this beautiful resort, and it's going to happen, um, in Mississippi. And and similar to the the, the resort they were going to put in Slidell, but it was it was it was remember they they wanted to put it on the lakefront in Slidell and it was knocked down. They said no. They said they don't want it in Slidell. Uh, I mean, imagine having these type of resorts here in the city, okay, for folks that that, that want to, or even even in the exurbs or the suburbs, uh, and taking advantage of again our lakefront. Now, so, somewhat they take they take advantage of the North Shore, uh, but again, not to the, I can't say on either side that we do to the degree we should. Now, obviously, there's, there's issues with hurricanes. And, and, of course, you know, how the lake, et cetera, with water being pushed in from the Gulf. But you build to that. You build. You understand what the situation is now. We're not getting caught with our pants down anymore. We know exactly what's going to happen with storm surge and what happens when, when there's a development in the Gulf, what's going to happen with the river, and what's going to happen with the lake, and especially the lake itself, okay? especially now with more and more levees going up. You just build accordingly. But I like this idea, and I've been one that's been championing this idea for a long, long time. We need more access to the river and, and also the lakefront. There needs to be more development. That is money going into the coffers of, of the city. That's more money going into, into the state coffers. 
and hopefully it's something that is going to happen. I applaud these individuals for being for forward-minded minded, and, and, again, looking at this kind of bare-bones type situation. Then I put it again. Look, they're going to have restrooms there. They're going to have, uh, going to have pavilions, et cetera. But also, again, the, the, the volleyball courts, the beach volleyball courts, and then, you know, just access to be able to go swimming. That's another thing I'll say before I close. It's another thing we have to concentrate on this city, in this city, ladies and gentlemen, okay? I grew up, I learned how to swim, okay? I learned how to swim through a nonprofit, through a church, okay? My kids learned how to swim because they went to St. Bernard, had day camps uh, 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 on, in, um, in the summer. And part of the day camps were you had to go to, again, an a author, a, a, a authorized Red Cross uh, swimming classes so you could learn how to swim. There are a lot of people, we learned this after Katrina, that have no idea how to swim in New Orleans. Okay, and we're surrounded by water. So let's take advantage of the water. Let's start making sure that, again, that our children, especially our children as they're coming up, they're learning how to swim. Okay, you learn how to read, you learn how to write. If you live around water, you're going to learn how to swim. Let's start taking advantage of these areas. And look, let's be forward thinking when it comes to opening up these areas for development. Okay, and I know there are some that have been, that are, that are, that are entrenched and, and have a lot of influence in this town, uh, that live in, in some of these areas, that don't want, again, their, their area uh, disturbed. But when you look at it for the greater good, okay, whether that be, again, public areas that can be utilized to, be able to allow the, the lake to be able to be swam, swam in again, or, again, developing this in terms of resorts, condos, uh, again, entertainment areas, we've dropped the ball for decades. It's about time we picked that ball up and have a new vision of, again, how we utilize our waterfronts. Uh, it's a long time coming. Now, I'm not expecting it with this administration, okay? But I'm thinking the next administration, maybe, they'll be forward-thinking enough to take advantage of it. Who knows? This Pontchartrain Beach um, uh, proposal is a good first step. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. You're looking for the, especially today, right? You're looking for, everybody's trying to save everything they can. I mean, you know, your power bill came in. My power bill came in a couple days ago, and I'm like, okay, that's the highest power bill we've ever had in this house, okay? Well, so that's going up. You know, food's going up, okay? I mean, I, I feel for my friends in the restaurant business who have to raise their prices. But we all know everything's going up, right? So you want to get the best bang for your buck when it comes to, again, putting out money for a tire. You want to make sure, again, first of all, again, that you got the company that's selling you that tire backing you up. That's Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, they got the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. And, yes, the service is impeccable. Uh, you're not sure, again, about tires? They'll, they'll, they'll take you through it. They'll, they'll give you a little tutorial on what you're looking, what you should be looking for in terms of a tire. And then you choose what you want because there's something for everyone's budget. Uh, ASE certified technicians that, that, again, can keep your car on the road. Using the, you know, the latest diagnostic equipment, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. But you got the Piazza family, who, again, has been at this since 1972, backing up that work. Go with a locally owned and operated company. Go with the Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie. Open uh, Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon.
This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Try Taco Bell's new cheesy double beef burritos now. A melty three cheese blend with nacho cheese sauce and double the seasoned beef in classic and spicy. At participating stores for a limited time while supplies last. Prices vary, tax extra. Double the seasoned beef as compared to beefy melt burrito. Look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from Michoud to Irish Bayou. 10 westbound delays are solid from Causeway to just past Clearview. Also delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection, delays are solid from the Chapatulas exit to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And look out for an accident. Read at Dwyer. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brenner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit jpsojobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Okay, we've gathered you here in Yield Conference Room to announce that thanks to all your hard work, there will be bonuses this year in the form of gift cards to Grimwald's Tavern. 
Throughout history, people have always been underpaid. Search jobs by salary at monster.com or download the app. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I don't care where you live. If you're looking for a new system, think Burkhardt. Burkhardt is authorized, again, to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, and, of course, uh, the, the knowledge, okay, the institutional knowledge is incredible, okay? The, uh, you know, treating your home like their home, your business like their business. They understand, again, look, when you're putting in a new air conditioning system, it can be arduous, okay? Uh, you're in the attic, et cetera, uh, and uh, it, it takes some time. It's not something that goes in immediately quick. So uh, Burkhart, again, uh, understands that uh, with the, the, the situation, and uh, when, they, when they put the system in my home, I'm telling you right now, I was so pleasantly surprised. First of all, you wouldn't even know they were here. They cleaned up after themselves every single day. Uh, you know, polite. Uh, you know, doing doing a great job. Uh, used uh, modern equipment to be able to measure the ho- measure the home, so I got the right system for my home. And uh, I'm telling you, energy efficient. Look, I looked at my electric bill this month, which again, everybody's uh, sticker shocked. I can just imagine if I had my old system, okay, as opposed to this system, what the bill would be. Come on, uh, today's units are energy efficient. If you're looking for a new system, and, of course, the service at the sale is impeccable, you can only think one way. It's Burkhart. ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, and truly a company can trust. I've said it before, 10,000-plus customers, okay? Uh, we'll tell you again how great Burkhardt is, and I'm one. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com. All right, joining us in the program now. Just a rising star in our business. Does a great job, again, for the Jordy Collada Show, which is on YouTube, on WAFB Plus, and part of uh, the WAFB family. Um, he has uh, done a great job in promoting his program on social media. Uh, if you sign up uh, for the Jordy Collada Show uh, on Twitter or Facebook, you're getting all these uh, uh, these uh, these uh, uh, posts that are coming out that, again, keep you up with the program. He gets, a, he gets fantastic guests every single day. And, uh, of course, if you're an LSU fan, you've got to be checking him out every single day. But I say it, I say it again. I get it. He's in Baton Rouge. He covers LSU. He is a talk show host, okay? He can cover everything. He can talk about it all. And he joins us now from Atlanta at SEC Media Days. Jordy Collada is with us. Jordy, how are you? It's good to be back, E. Thanks for having me. Always good to have you. Jordy, how's Atlanta? It's fantastic, man. You know, I mean, look, this is, uh, this is the first time that I've been to this event while it has been held uh, at the College Football Hall of Fame. It was here back in 2018, so there is a familiarity uh, with the event over here. But, um, look, I've only been over in Birmingham, and um, that, that's always very efficient. But being over here at the College Football Hall of Fame, it feels very official. And, um, you know, look, once once we go home from this event, it's usually football season. We're talking about kind of kickoff and what could be next and, uh, you know, gearing up for fall camp. So, uh, Brian Kelly was yesterday, and Nick Saban mm-hmm. today, and Kirby Smart will be tomorrow, and Jimbo Fisher will wrap it up on Thursday. So there's a headliner per day over here uh, in Atlanta. Oh, you broadcasting live all week long? Yeah, we're going live in the morning, 7 to 9 a.m., and then we're just kind of shooting content back throughout the day. Um, you know, we were able to just walk in the hall, sit down, and get a couple of one-on-ones with media members and coaches and players and, um, you know, sending back stuff that we're posting on our social media and driving everybody back to our YouTube page and, um, but yeah, absolutely. We're going live seven to nine a.m. each morning. 
Jordy, if, if anybody ever had any doubts about Brian Kelly, again, uh, being the next the, the, the new head coach of LSU, uh, that had to go out the window. I mean, I'm, I'm listening to him speak yesterday. And, you know, I mean, look, we've had some cartoon characters, right? I mean, I said this yesterday. Les Miles with the grass eating and, you know, his folkisms. You know, again, what, what, you know, uh, uh, Ogeron, his deal, et cetera. This is a foundational guy. Content. You saw him yesterday behind the mic. Uh, again, he's you know you can you can see that um, he is uh, you know he he just exudes uh, you know the competence and confidence that you need to be able to build a foundation for for your program. And I thought he knocked it out of the park yesterday. Uh, he crushed it. He he absolutely it was was fantastic up there. Uh, he and, and and really you know I mean we had. We were sitting around listening to Kelly yesterday on the main floor, and it was kind of the you know the contingency of, of LSU media, the people that that cover LSU, Brody Miller and T. Bob Abair and and uh, Matt Moscone were kind of sitting around uh, listening to Kelly speak. And uh, as he was finishing up, we were kind of in the back of the room, and three media members were kind of walking out, following the LSU herd through some of their stops and. They all stopped and talked to us, and look, they were representing different markets. One was covering Georgia, one was covering Auburn, another covered Florida, and they all, you know, kind of looked at us. and in, in, in one of them made a joke in which they were all, you know, kind of an agreement one that how's it feel for LSU to be up on the podium and not be the butt of jokes? You know, I mean, really, I mean, it was always right. And look, it's it's not taking shots at at, at Miles or Ogeron. It was just it was a very different presentation, like you said. I mean. You know, Miles would get up there and tell you about summer vacations and about, you know, some of the things that he was interested in socially. And, you know, I mean, people were just kind of like looking around like this, this guy didn't even get it. You know, I mean, Ogeron would stand up there and read the depth chart where, you know, I mean, it was just it, it was always as if LSU was kind of, um, you know, the butt of more jokes than they were taken seriously. And, you know, yesterday I can tell you people were looking around and, you know, coming up to us and saying, it looks like LSU got it right. You know, I mean, finally, LSU's got a professional representing them up there. And, you know, I mean, it's it, it's very much uh, a different tone around LSU with Brian Kelly and the way that he represented the program. So, uh, I, you know, I, I was on a on a, a broadcast here in Atlanta today. And, you know, as as they said and as they presented it, it, it should be everybody's greatest fear if LSU can get some organization and discipline into their program where consistently – year in, year out, you've got that type of leadership. And it looks like they found that guy in Kelly, especially yesterday uh, when he was moving, you know, media room to media room. I, I got the same impression. I really did. I'm, I'm watching this and I'm going, okay, uh, this is what, this is what it's for. It reminded me a little bit of Saban again, when, when Saban took over, it really did. You know, um, I, I did like what he said about NIL. And look, you've been on the forefront of this. I give you credit every every time I talk about NIL because, again, you've been the guy that has that has really been uh, a, 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 an information that we can tap into. You've been been ahead of the game on it. But he talked about it yesterday about uh, you know LSU is now in a position where, where the, when it comes to NIL, it's not an issue anymore. They're competitive. They can be competitive with anybody. Yeah, no, look, I thought it was it was a very positive message up there. It was something that we really talked about a lot yesterday. Uh, was was Brian Kelly? You know, I mean, he was he was almost defensive about it. You know, I mean, he was. I haven't heard where we're playing from behind. I don't know what you're talking about about being outbid. I mean, he was feeling very competitive within the NIL space. That's a that's a big deal, man. You know, I mean, that that's that that's good to hear because you know the perception is, is that LSU's kind of playing from behind and teams like Texas A and M and Alabama and Georgia. But I can tell you one of the messages that Nick Saban is spreading, and he was spreading it throughout the day. Uh, everywhere he stopped, he talked about it. Was that some of these NIL deals that were agreed upon in the off season and in recruiting? Uh, you know, they're not shaken out. 
once these guys get on campus. And uh, he, he, he made it very clear uh, throughout the day that, um, you know, th- there's got to be some type of regulation and policing on, on, on what's going on because a lot of these guys are getting told one thing and then they're showing up to school and they're asking, you know, I mean, when, when's the payment start? You know, and people are saying, um, you know, we, 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 we'll let you know. And so it, it's, it, it's becoming it, – it's such a mess. I mean, when, when you hear some of the power figures in the sport speak, like Greg Sankey did yesterday, and Brian Kelly, and um, you know, you, you were able uh, to hear from Mike Leach today, and Lane Kiffin yesterday, and Nick Saban, uh, even Shane Beamer's a young and up-and-coming coach of South Carolina. I mean, you can just you can feel it. They have to support it publicly. They all come out and say, "Look, we're we're all for NIL. Nobody's this. Nobody, nobody's you know uh, you know standing up and, and fighting NIL, but there has to be some type of either uniform rule over it or some type of regulation that that is that is regulating it. So um, it, it, you can just feel it. it. It's it is an absolute mess in what it is causing for for college football. It's doing a lot of good things for the players, and it's a, you know it's giving them the ability to make money off their name, image, and likeness, which should have been happening. But uh, here in the early days of it, it it's just you know, it is tough to figure out, and you can see the frustration boiling over. Uh, you know, I mean, like Lane Kiffin yesterday, he he looked like a boxer in the in the tenth, eleventh, twelfth round trying to get out of the corner and stagger back right. to the middle of the mat. Yeah, man, he just he's at a school that is irrelevant. <laughs> you know, I mean, they just they, they they can they can go out there and 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 get a couple of guys per year, but they can't compete with Alabama and and and. Uh, you know Texas A and M and Texas and these schools, even LSU. You know, I mean, in 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 this NIL stuff, there's just not enough money in markets like Oxford, Mississippi, and Starkville, Mississippi, you know, and Starkville. Um, you know, to, to 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 make schools like that relevant, and you could sense it on Kiffin as he was working room to room. He just he didn't have his his swagger to him. And and then listening to Nick. Um, you know, almost saying that Alabama can be able to compete with anyone. And maybe they can, maybe they can. I mean, again, I, I can't picture Alabama as a place that can compete with the Texas millionaires, but okay, it is what it is. Um, but he seems to be the guy that is really leading the charge here on some type of regulation. He carries a lot of clout within the NCAA, within college football, college athletics. How much do you think that is going to matter going forward? Do you think him being on, on that on that podium to, uh, touting this is going to push that in that direction, or is it just that some are saying, "Hey, you're, you you can't compete with us," so now now you're trying to be able to be able to put these regulations going forth? No, look, I, I think that people listen when he speaks, and he he has been so steadfast on the the cause and effect of this. I think that you know it is expediting. The, the message to get it taken care of. You know, I mean, I, I believe really and truly um, that he's not the only one. You know, I mean, I think that, you know, he, he sounds like he's drinking sour milk when he speaks on this just because yep. of, of, of how, uh, how, how much it angers him. I mean, you rarely see him show as much emotion <clears throat> as he has on this topic. But, you know, I, I really believe um, that from the standpoint where he speaks on this, he's speaking for, you know, the majority of, of the power players in college football. I think there are, look, I, I, for as much as him and Jimbo Fisher going back and forth is great for us, he, nobody likes that. You know, I mean, right. nobody wants to see that. Nobody mm-hmm. wants, um, you know, from a professional standpoint, that stuff eking out into the public. So, you know, I mean, 
if that's the effect of it, it does need to be cleaned up. And and when he speaks, I think that everybody does listen within the sport just because of the amount of weight that he carries with it. <clears throat> and and look, he can compete in NIL. He, he maybe not the next Alabama coach may not be right. able to, but he carries sure. a voice with him, especially in his own market. That if he was to walk into a room of his top ten boosters and say, "This is the amount of money I need," they would, you know, w- w- within three minutes they would have it scrounged up and, and sent over to him. Uh, so, you know, I mean, he, he can he can make happen whatever he wants happen. I don't know necessarily whoever follows him up will be able to do that. But, right. you know, I mean, in the grand scheme of it, Tuscaloosa can't compete with the money in, you know, College Station and Austin right. and, you know, sure. the, the places, USC, Los Angeles. I mean, you know, USC just picked up the top linebacker in Louisiana today, Tackett Curtis, mm-hmm. you know, from Manny right. High School. So, um you know, I mean, it's obvious that, that, that it's taking effect nationwide. Sure. Um, what did Sankey have to say about uh, realignment, about uh, conference realignment, and how that's going to affect uh, the Southeastern Conference? Yeah, you know, I mean, his message yesterday was, was very much that, that, that the SEC is, is comfortable. You know, I mean, that they, they are absolutely monitoring what is happening. Uh, they have not reached out or will not react to the news of USC, UCLA joining the Big Ten. In fact, he kind of painted it as that that was a reaction for what happened last year at this event when the announcement of Texas and Oklahoma joining the league in 2025 was made. So, you know, I think that the SEC, you, one thing that you could feel from Sankey E was that um, he, know, he, he, he understands his Q rating and his, um, you know, really and truly his, 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 his voice has strengthened yes. so much. Mm-hmm. Over the last couple of years, that he understands, you know, the, the 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 weight that he's swinging around every time he speaks. So I think yesterday he was very measured, but he was also uh, not arrogant, just very confident, you know, in the fact that everybody's kind of waiting to see what they do, and they have the most power in the sport. They've got the biggest voice in the sport. They've got the most interest and intrigue in the sport. They make the most money mm-hmm. in the sport. So. You know, everybody's just kind of waiting to see what they're going to do. But as Sankey said yesterday, there is there's no sense of urgency on the SEC as far as what happened with 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 the announcement the Pac-12 uh, a couple of weeks ago, or, or you know, uh, with UCLA and USC. Uh, but at some point, they will have to make a move just because of what's you know imminent here with the television contracts. I want to shift gears for just a minute uh, because we've got a couple more minutes with you. Um, how do you think LSU fared after the Major League Draft ends today? I thought that they, they look all in all. I, I thought they probably came out pretty good. You know, I mean, they they lost some guys that I think they wish they would have been able to keep to uh, hold on to, but they also landed some guys that um, they, they figured they might have lost. You know, Jay Johnson's done an incredible job in the transfer portal of really kind of getting out in front of this stuff and being prepared for it. Um, so, you know, I think that LSU going into na- next season will be a top three team in the country, and they will have national championship. Uh, aspirations, and there will be Omaha expectations uh, on the program. I think that Jay Johnson is not running from that, um, and that he has recruited and was able to, you know, dodge the 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 bullet of, uh, you know, the Major League Baseball draft over the last 72 hours, where it looks like he can put a roster together that can compete for that 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 type of, uh, you know, that type of level. Who's been the most interesting speaker uh, so far? You know, I was I was really impressed with Shane Beamer today. I don't think that anybody is really going to talk about him. Obviously, Saban, Brian Kelly, 
Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach, all those guys were interesting. We've seen him speak. It was my first time to see Kelly speak to the SEC media days, but I've heard him speak at a couple of press conferences. So you've heard a lot of the stuff that he had to say. I, I, I was really intrigued to, to, to listen to what Shane Beamer had to say today. And, you know, look, he's at South Carolina, and, and that's another place he, when we talked about, you know, Ole Miss and Mississippi State, they, yeah. they feel very irrelevant in an NIL world. In fact, I mean, even in their own state, Clemson, you know, feels like much more of a, of a heavyweight within college football than South Carolina does. Um, but Shane Beamer has really, yeah, I hate to say fit in, but, you know, when you talk fit and when you talk about what mm-hmm. he's doing on, on South Carolina's campus as far as, uh, you know, just really creating a buzz and getting out there on social media and being very relatable and, you know, kind of doing all of the things that, that, that is, you know, his youth and, and his ability to relate to the, the young athletes allows him to do uh, was pretty cool to see today. You know, I mean, I, I think that, you know, Beamer's in a perfect place, uh, but I do anticipate as college football changes over the next couple of years um, where, you know, obviously NIL and all of that stuff is going to mean so much. I, I expect, you know, Beamer to probably get a call on, on some of these big jobs if they open yeah. up just because of, um, you know, what, what his pedigree. Look, he's been on incredible uh, – uh, staffs, you know, he was yes. with Georgia and Kirby Smart. Mm-hmm. He was at Davo Sweeney and Clemson. I mean, his resume is very impressive. Obviously, his dad, Frank Beamer, the longtime head right. coach at Virginia Tech. Um, I, I thought he was very impressive today. Uh, why don't, as we wrap it up here, why don't you let the folks know about your great show? Uh, you know, follow you on social media. Get involved again with WAFB Plus. Throw everything out to us. And of course, you're live all week long from the SEC Media Day. So you're again, anybody checking out Jordy's getting that information first. Uh, lay it out for us, Jordy. Yeah, easiest way to do it is just hit us on social media at Colada Show, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of it. You can find us there at Colada Show. So. Hit us up there, and uh, look, we're putting it out all throughout the day, man. Our social media team back home is doing great work with the content that we're sending back, and they're chopping it up and allowing people to see it in short form and sending it to the YouTube page. If you hadn't subscribed to our YouTube page, uh, now would be a great time to do it with the content that we're putting out. Just go to YouTube, uh, search Jordy Colada Show, uh, hit the subscribe button, and in fact, if you just hit that little bell next to the subscribe button, uh, every time we go live, you'll be alerted. Uh, on your phone, on your device, just to let you know that content's coming out. So uh, we appreciate that, and also he, uh, allowing uh, you allowing us to uh, promote what we're doing uh, each week within the New Orleans market. It means a ton to us. Hey, man, you deserve every bit of it. You're doing a fantastic job. And believe me, my audience wants to hear Jordy Collada. So, again, uh, believe me, we love having you on this program. Thank you for everything uh, that, you, that you're doing for our show here. Appreciate your show. Have a, have a great time up, up in Atlanta, and we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Look forward to it, E. Thanks as always, man. You got it. That's Jordy Collada. Again, uh, at Jordy Collada on Twitter, the Jordy Collada Show on on uh, Twitter and, of course, your social media platforms. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. Uh, nobody wants to be gouged. Nobody wants to be cheated, right? I mean, look, maybe you know the inner work of your AC. If you do, man, look, you're going to be way ahead of the game, right? I don't. So, again, I had to get somebody that I could trust. And I, and I met John Burkhardt uh, a couple decades ago. And uh, let me tell you something right now. Uh, the second I met him, it was, it was having to do with, again, um, more commercial work. Uh, and, and I saw how he worked, again, what he did in these, in these construction meetings. And uh, quickly we became friends. Uh, the honesty, uh, the, again, 
the bluntness of telling you exactly again what you can expect. Uh, look, let me tell you something. Construction is, is, is not an easy game. It's not. Uh, there's always going to be problems, but the, 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 the good ones come in and they take care of, again, when things go wrong. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, they're going to stand behind their work, whether they're installing a new system for you or, again, they're, they're repairing an existing system. They're never going to gouge you, never going to cheat you. Again, uh, when you talk about uh, the name Burkhardt, uh, again, this permeates throughout the entire uh, company. Again, that means something. And, again, John told me a long time ago about the reputation of his name. Uh, so let me tell you, if you're looking for a company you can trust uh, that, that's going to get the job done the right the first time, and if not, they'll be back to take care of it. And then also, again, authorize to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Go with the pros. Go with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. It doesn't matter where you live. Uh, they'll be there. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. It's Burkhardt. ACpromise.com acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel we'll be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. 
Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton for the stay. This week at Macy's, get a jump on back-to-school style essentials like kids' backpacks for just $24.99 and 30% off fun looks from Epic Threads. Pick up something for the undergrads, too, with 20% off backpacks, handbags, and more. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. See Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA twenty two one three five seven nine. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Jordi Collada and Larry Holder for joining us for the program. Rudy back at studio producing. All the great sponsors sponsor our program. Please support those sponsors. Go to ericasher.com. There's a slash to the sponsor. Sponsor our program. Click on the icon. It takes you right to the sponsor's website. Thank you for supporting those sponsors. Thank you for those sponsors supporting our show. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. Jude Young is next. From the dog kitchen to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go.